0: good morning welcome to the weekly roundup of the news around uganda i am lydia lakoniero it is the 28th of march 2021 Parliament this week paid tribute to the late Tanzanian President John Pombe Magufuli amid members of Parliament asking the Ugandan government to emulate him and reduce wasteful expenditure. Magufuli passed away last week at the age of 61 due to heart complications. The motion to pay tribute to Magufuli was tabled by the Prime Minister. Dr. Ruhakana Rugunda, and seconded by the Leader of Opposition in Parliament, Betty Aol Ochan, who hailed Magufuli for fighting corruption and wasteful expenditure in his country.
1: Dr. John Pombe Joseph Magufuli was known for his fight against corruption and against the misuse of public resources, which is a chronic cancer of,
0: for Africa. The members of Parliament, who included the Bugabula South Member of Parliament, Henry Chivalia, Mukono South Member of Parliament Muyanja Senyonga, Butebe Woman MP Agnes Amede, Ngora Woman MP Jacqueline Amongin, among others, urged the government to emulate the late Magufuli and fight corruption and unnecessary expenditures in government ministries which is affecting development in the country.
1: He postponed the celebration of some national function in preference for another activity. Honorable Prime Minister, I want you to pause this. How much money do we spend sometimes on national function?
2: Maguful is being laid to rest. If Uganda, we looked at our wasteful expenditures in the different ministries of Uganda, do you know how much would you save? A lot of money. The Prime Minister is here. We needed to see our president also walk for the talk. When he says, he are fighting corruption, let him not only come for celebrations of fighting corruption, let him chase the mafia.
0: Still in parliament, the Gomba West MP Robina Ruakojo declared her bid to contest as the deputy speaker of the 11th parliament. Rua believes that she has the necessary experience to serve Parliament in this capacity because in her first term in the House, she served as vice chairperson on the Legal and Equal Opportunities Committees. Rwakojo in company of MPs who included Nteve Municipality MP Rosemary Tumusine, Kabaramaydo County MP Veronica Eragu, Kasambia County MP-elect David Cavanda, among others, said all this together with her time in the Ministry of Justice will enable her to serve members of parliament very well. Considering
1: the committee's act as mini-parliaments in their mode of work, I believe it has given me the experience to blend with my vast legal knowledge and since my re-election, a number of colleagues have approached me and asked me to take up this position. This, coupled with my interest in parliamentary procedure, encouraged me to vie for the position of
0: deputy speaker. Rakojo said if elected... She plans to enhance debating skills of MPs, improve their welfare and also promote a good working relationship between the three arms of government. The constitution names legislation as the chief
1: duty of a member of parliament. The induction which we have at the start of parliament isn't sufficient to cater for the needs and uh, requires to be beefed up to achieve this objective. A specialised refresher training can be organised every so often because we come from different academic and social backgrounds and the capacity building would enable us to
0: be at par. Rakojo says she will also respect the SEC as she is a loyal member of the party, but she is optimistic that she will be picked as the party's flag bearer. Whoever has any stake in uh,
1: these elections when they come in May has to know who is participating because much as uh, speakers are normally dragged to the chair, things have changed a bit. People need to know who is interested in the position. So I don't think it would cause a problem with SEC.
0: I think it would ease their work. Also in a roundup. The Directorate of CID of the Uganda Police Force has started investigations over multiple allegations of forged academic papers of politicians. The department's public relations officer, Charles Twinemancio, says many cases have been reported and CID officials will continue with investigations until all the culprits are brought to book
2: some of the reported cases surely shows the issue of quality somebody finishes senior four he goes for a certificate that is not accredited by national council of higher education and then he wants us to investigate our emphasis is only on forgery and uttering false documents issues of quality can be challenged in courts of law in a civil case kind of arrangement we want to assure the, the public that anybody found to be guilty of this kind of offense will be prosecuted in accordance with the law. However,
0: the UNEB public relations officer Jennifer Kalalu says UNEB is not supposed to compel political aspirants to go and verify their academic documents.
1: So as UNEB, we cannot compel political aspirants to come and verify. However, when they do verify, we do provide the information and we always give them special treatment to ensure they can be able to assess their documents in time. So for anybody who came to verify verify the announcements with us, we did avail the information as requested and that is where our role is.
0: Still in our national news, over 40 youth are to be taken across different countries in East Africa to equip them with new knowledge and skills in better farming methods so as to boost agricultural output in the country. This trip is being headed by Pelum, Uganda, through the youth project under their body Youth in Agroecology and Business Learning Track Africa, who have organized a national youth agroecology caravan. The caravan will take five days in Ethiopia, Rwanda and Kenya, where they will interact and connect with entrepreneurs in agriculture to share with them new skills in the sector. While flagging off these youth, the Acting Commissioner for Youth in the Ministry of Gender, Mondo Chatega, encouraged more youth to participate in agriculture as they wait for government support to reduce unemployment in the country.
1: We have registered more young people
2: who are in agriculture than in any other trade. If they are not in the gardens, they are in the processing or they are in the storage. We shall continue as government to ensure a conducive policy and illegal environment having a special fund, especially for young people in agriculture, and when they have produced the fruits, and
0: you shall enable the young people to uh, partake of them. In eastern Uganda, the Ministry of Health has operated upon 400 hydrocell cases in the five districts of Teso sub-region. The exercise that has lasted one week in the districts of Kaveramaido, Kalaki, Soroti, Amuria, and Capella is expected to roll out to Katakui, Serere, Ngora, Kumi, and Bukedea districts. The ministry is targeting to operate not less than 1,500 hydrocells in Teso. Dr. Charles Wamboga, a ministry official, noted that despite their efforts of giving medicine to the people to prevent the hydrocells transmission, there are chronic manifestations. Dr. Wamboga said the program started last year by preparing communities for hydrocell surgery through advocacy and training of medics. He says it is free and non-selective. As long as an affected person walks into the designated health facilities, especially health centers and hospitals, they will be helped.
2: We are in the Teso region to address the backlog of hydrosil. We started this work one week ago and so far we've had 400 surgeries done. Most of the infections are actually centered within the region here. And for a long time we've been giving people medicines to try and break the transmission and we've been able to achieve this goal. However, we realize that we also need to address the chronic manifestations of the disease, that is, someone having a hydrocele. Last year we operated... The 300 in terms of, this time round we are operating 800 probably when we come back next time and address the issue in the other district we should be able to flood the backlog that we estimate at, uh, at 1,500 to 2,000 maximum and either walk in in either of the facilities that are within the region and it will be served or we have also put strategically vehicles in certain areas that are able to pick those that are unable to come and, and get the service.
0: This is barely nine months since the representative for Akoboi sub county in Katako district, Charles Alepa, decried the increasing number of men suffering from hydrocells. Alepa was concerned that some youth with hydrocells fear to come out openly to seek help.
2: I will see now most youth have this hydrocell but me I've started a project with the doctors if I get you if you get anybody I add to my LOC once to identify those people who are carrying hydrocells and call me on my number which I've already given the LOC once and even you if you know the person in the village who has hydrocells just bring it to me I will pay the and I urge my community to remove that thing that thing is too heavy and it gives you to get seen you are not growing your buttocks they have gone off that's why I urge the community me I have a capacity to remove all that without any payment. In
0: 2003, Dr. Fred Kiria of Soroti Regional Referral Hospital said hydrocells were a trademark of men in Katakui and he was concerned that the problem seemed to be taken lightly. Of the surgical cases they had during their intervention in Teso region, Dr. Chiria said 30% were cases of ania, 17% of hydrocell, 9% cut wounds, 6% gunshots, 6% chronic Chronic osteomyelitis, and 2% were cancer of the breast. Kidia then estimated that in some areas, 3 in every 10 men above the age of 20 are infected with hydrocell. He observed that most men don't go for checkup usually because the swelling of the hydrocell is painless. Hydrocell is a condition of fluid surrounding the testicles. Dr. Sam Kagwa, a urologist at Mulago Hospital, says that in extreme cases, the fluid can be as much as 2 liters. In Nebi, nearly 200 households in Panyimur left their homes to take shelter with their relatives after spewing white substances coming from the ground started to send tremors through the areas. Ruanga Village is among villages in Panyimur Town Council that is within the radius of a geothermal site from where the white substance is spewing. In 2019, The Ministry of Energy and Mineral Development contracted Royal Techno Industries to carry out drilling services to drill 16 temperature gradient wells at Chibido and Panymore. While at Kibiro the operation was carried out in the same year, which resulted in an oil spill destroying properties in the area, the ones at Panymore are yet to be conducted three years after the contract was awarded. Hundreds of villagers have since abandoned their homes due to the menacing threat of volcanic eruption. Shaban Ofoy, the Panyamu Town Council chairperson, says locals have fled because they are unsure of the effect of the spewing white substance and the tremors it was causing in the area. Jennifer Owera, the Pakwach District Natural Resources Officer, says there is fear of volcanic eruption in the area following the emission of the white substance from the ground. She adds that the problem has been exacerbated by the fact that the area is within the radius of the geothermal site of Omori P. She, however, notes that the district has sent a sample to the Ministry of Energy for test and analysis, although they are yet to receive the results. In western Uganda, four people have been arrested over the death of six lions in Queen Elizabeth National Park last week. Those arrested have been named as Brian Ampurida, Vincent Tomohide, Robert Alio and Davy Miliango Uganda Wildlife Authority Communications Manager Bashir Hanji said the four were arrested on Monday night during an operation mounted by UWA, the UPDF and the police in Chenyabutungo village in Kanungu district. He said three bottles containing a chemical commonly known as furadan and a two litre jerrycan of lion fat oil were also recovered in a banana plantation, while two spears, one panga and one hunting net were found hidden in a garden at the home of Tumuhire. The carcasses of the lions were discovered at Ishasha Sector last Friday and an investigation into the deaths was launched. He said they got credible leads on Monday and a joint operation by UPDF, the police and UWA, was conducted, leading to the arrest of the four suspects. He said the suspects will be arraigned in the courts of law as investigations continue. And with that story, we come to the end of our weekly roundup of the news around Uganda. I'm Lydia Lakmoniel. Good morning.